Hey there, you're listening to Mama's Mission, a podcast that unpacks the mission of discipling your kids into a real and loving relationship with the Lord while doing all we do in this crazy thing we call mamahood. So if you're looking for a place to get inspired about discipling your kids, get some actual tools to do so, and to make your journey as a mama that little bit simpler, you've come to the right place. I'm Deb and I can't wait to journey with you as we unpack our missions as mamas together. Hey lovely listener, if this is your first time tuning into Mama's Mission, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back as well. It means so much to me that you're taking the time to listen to this episode of Mama's Mission. I mean, you could be doing anything else, but you're choosing to have me in your ears, and that I take as a privilege. So thank you heaps. In today's episode, I'm going to take you on an experiment with me, a week-long experiment to be precise. My goal is for you to gain a few tips on how to disciple your kids into a loving and intimate relationship with the Lord. So let's get into it. The other night I was soaking... Well, as much as one can soak in the shower, I can't wait until our bath is done, but yeah, anyway, that's another story. I don't know about you, but a lot of ideas seem to come to me in the shower. I was praying, nothing amazing, just having my chats with God, and I felt myself almost justifying why not a whole bunch was achieved that day. You see, at the time I'm recording this, we've been in lockdown in New Zealand, Which means you can't really go anywhere other than to the supermarket and what to get gas if you need that. Yeah, pretty boring really. So we're pretty much homebound. Anyway, as only God can do, he asked me what I had done to work on my calling that day. And again, I felt that I'd fallen short. But he brought to mind something that had happened that day. And I'll share what that something was in a moment. But it gave me an idea. As I mentioned in episode 3, where I unpack my calling and how I got it, I believe that we've all been created for a purpose, a purpose that no one else can fulfill. My calling is to disciple my daughter into a loving and intimate relationship with God and to inspire and equip you guys along the way. And I believe that we should be working out that calling, whatever God's giving you, on a daily basis. Not necessarily meaning it's your bread and butter job, but it's something that you're passionate about and you work out hopefully daily, even if it's just the little things. That leads me to the idea that I got. Okay, I probably totally can't take credit for this because this is probably God. In fact, it is God. Anyway, the idea is for one week... Each day, I will focus on my calling and share with you seven ways I discipled our daughter. Before I get into the main part of the episode, I want to unpack what I did each morning, which I believe is super important. And this can apply to any calling you may have as well. I ask God to show me ways to disciple our girl. Sometimes I would get a clear answer. Other times I just went with the flow and picked up the idea. Either way, I was intentional about asking God what he actually wanted me to do. This would be a great thing to do if you're in the boat of knowing that discipling your kids is a good idea, but you're really not too sure how that's going to look for you on the daily basis. 
other than tips I can and will give you, no one knows you and your kids better than God. So he's going to give you ideas that will tailor to you and yours sometimes better than suggestions you can get from another. So I bet you're wondering, like, I don't know if you're like me, but I am nosy and I like to know what people get like get up to in the daily. This isn't going to share like all the ins and outs of our life because, yeah, snoozeville, you'll probably get quite bored about it. But I'm going to share with you every single day what God told me for a week to do to disciple my daughter. So this leads to number one in day number one in the experiment on how to disciple your kids on the daily. This is the example I mentioned in my shower epiphany, if that's what you would call it. My sister-in-law that day had put on the family chat page on Messenger that she was suffering with a bad earache. She mentioned how she had Googled remedies and tried them all with no success. Side note, she's not the only person to do this. Hands up. If we all get in, like we get an ailment and our first protocol isn't God, but it's Google and Dr. Google, what have I got? Can you help me out here? <laughs> anyway, that's what she did. She had no success. So she put it out to the family to pray. I said I would and I did then and there. And because I've found that in all honesty, if someone asked me to pray for them, I need to actually just do it then and there. Otherwise, I totally forget and I don't do it. I know terrible but that's just the way it is anyway at the time my husband was cooking oh god bless that man and our daughter was getting underfoot you know when they're trying to be helpful but they're not really succeeding so I asked her to help me I was in my room and lying in bed until she came up and I explained how her auntie needed prayer for her sore ear and I asked if she could pray for her she willingly agreed. I just love this age where you ask them to pray and they're all for it. Well, most of the time. I whipped out the camera to record to bring joy to the family. As being five, she's still got a bit of that cute factor in her. The family loved it and I loved including Ken's in something simple like praying for someone. And something like that meant a, a whole heap to my sister-in-law, which was awesome. Okay, so that was day number one. Really simple, but that's, and I didn't ask God how to do what to do that morning because this was day one of the experiment. But yeah, just went in with it, went on the fly, and totally thought this is an opportunity that I can take advantage of. Day two. So this is where I start getting a bit more intentional. So I started the day by asking God in my quiet time in the morning what he wanted me to do. And he said clearly that I needed to buy a book about praying for our kids that I'd had my eye on for a while and I needed to start reading it. It was one thing to buy the book, which I could totally do, but he actually stipulated don't just buy it and let it sit there, buy it and start reading it. So, yep, note to self, I did do that. I am loath to admit it. But as we were told, having kids for us would not actually be a possibility. I prayed my little heart out to conceive. When I saw those two beautiful red lines about five years later, I then prayed heaps for the baby growing inside me. Especially because, as I'm sure you're aware, there is a bit of fear surrounding, you know, if baby would be fine and things like that. Anyway, when we had Kenzie, our beautiful daughter, she was in hospital for the first month of her life due to lung issues. And as you can imagine, I prayed a ton then too. 
And then after we got home from the hospital and we settled, in, settled into like the routine of life, it's almost like I lost the need to. I know that's ridiculous as prayer is powerful and I know it is, but it's something I've really struggled with. Never fear though, I'm on the hunt for a master at this that I can interview to get all the best tips on. If you're that person, please hit me up. I need to know how to pray for my kids. I'm getting better, but yeah, I've still got a whole lot of work to do. Anyway, so I bought the book and I devoured the first chapter and I know I'm in for a good read with this one. It's really, really good. So that leads us to day number three. Again, that whole intentional thing started the day by asking God how he wanted me to disciple my daughter that day. And he said he wanted me to create something with Ken's to unpack scripture. I knew that I would be educating her as despite being in lockdown here in New Zealand, it doesn't affect us too much school-wise as I homeschool Kenzie anyway. So I've got all the stuff that I need at home. Part of our schooling is unpacking scripture. And I used a template that I will link to in the description, but I wanted to make one of our own. I'm a firm believer that kids have good ideas, so I explained what I felt God wanted us to do, and we prayed about what we could actually have in our template. Okay, you may be thinking, a five-year-old, please, can give you good ideas. Okay, she didn't like give me some amazing, profound idea on what to include in this template, but she did, she did give me an idea, and we prayed about it together before we created it, so that was important. I unpacked the scripture I read in my quiet time using the three R's, so rejoice, repent, and request. So I thought, why not do that with her? So we came up with four sections in this template. We look at the scripture, so I pray about what kind of scripture God wants me to talk about with Kenzie, and recently it's been he's wanted me to share his love with her, so just talking about how much he actually loves her. Um, and now we're going into how to treat people like being kind and loving. But anyway, the first section is what is the scripture actually about? And in this box, Kenzie gets to draw a picture of what the scripture is actually about. We usually discuss it first and then I let her draw. And yeah, she does a great job. One thing I did note though um, is that I found it quite cool to just write in that box just with like my handwriting what the picture was about because sometimes when we reflected on it she wouldn't have a clue about what her picture was and sometimes I wouldn't either so it was a good idea to record what she had actually drawn in word form. Um, anyway the second box is the rejoice part so I worded it what is God like Again, heaps of discussion goes into this and we have like, she usually just wants to start drawing straight away, but usually her drawings are totally not relevant to what we've read at all. So we've unpacked the scripture and now I wanted to know what God is actually like. So we talk about it before she actually draws and I ask her, okay, so what kind of things are you going to draw in your picture? And that gives me a way better idea of where she's going. The third box is a repent part. And I worded this as, what do I need to change from reading this? This one is a bit trickier, but again, I led her through this. I could even model with her, so using the same verse, I actually talked to her about it. I think it's really cool because um, 
I, th- I just don't think we do enough of this in all honesty. It depends what kind of church you go but go to or whatever. But repentance is not really something that's discussed in my circles as, as a Christian. And I think it's really, really important. So, yeah, I like to model that with Kenzie. Things that we need to be sorry for because newsflash, we are not perfect. And, um, yeah, nobody is. And we need to kind of make ourselves not perfect, but you know what I mean? Like get it right before the Lord. Be humble before him. So anyway, um, yeah, that's what we do with Kenzie. And I just got her to draw some pictures to answer the prompts. And believe me, side note, Kenzie's pictures are actually likely to be better than mine. Um, the last box, so there are four boxes in this template. And the last box is the request. And I worded this as ask God what I should pray for. I've been trying to teach Kenzie how to hear from God. I don't know how effective that is, but I love teaching her the art of getting still and listening to what God has to say. Half the time she does get still, she does listen, but I'm not too sure how much she's hearing from the Lord. But anyway, we have a chat about things that she could pray for relating to the scripture. This is early days on our way to unpack scripture. But I would love to offer you what we came up with. So follow the details in the description and you can grab your own copy. All right. So that leads us to day four. And on day four, I'm kind of going to cheat here. Well, I'm not going to really cheat, but I'm more like going to add a bonus. On day four, God told me he wanted to, me to invest 15 minutes into playing with my daughter for the day. I love it how he made it manageable. Has more then that would have been quite hard for me. I was inspired also by another podcast I listened to by Stephanie Gass. I'll link her podcast in the description. She got transparent on her journey with 30 days of no Instagram and on her daily to-do list is to spend time with her kids. She plans to spend 15 minutes a day playing with them one-on-one and she struggles. So that kind of put my mind at ease because yeah, it's something I do struggle with. Ken's just putting that everything else aside and just giving her that one-on-one attention. Did I learn anything from my 15 minutes with my girl? No, nothing amazing, but I think it meant something to her that I would actually put my coffee aside and sit down and play with her. I think that spoke volumes actually, putting the coffee aside for starters. Hello? Anyway, as I mentioned in episode six, in the book I reviewed, the author author encourages parents to look I love their kids, sorry, by giving them focused attention. This in turn will have an impact on me as a parent being her teacher. She'll hopefully be more inclined to receive things from me. Well, he's hoping anyway. The bonus is that night before we were sitting having dinner and we always ask each other what the best part of each other's day was. And I love that because it's cultivating an attitude of gratitude within the family. And I want Kenzie, our daughter, to be really grateful for what she has because we don't have a whole bunch. We live in a tiny home. She doesn't have that many toys in the grand scheme of things, but I do want her to be really thankful for what she actually does have. Anyway, Pete, my husband, went that step further in our family discussions and he asked, what did God speak about to you today? I thought this was awesome. It kind of blew me like, oh, yeah, it threw me a bit actually. As I mentioned in a previous episode, I was listening to a podcast by John and Lisa Bevere. 
and they were asked what they did to lead their kids to the Lord. And all four of their, their grown boys were walking with the Lord. And they said that it is it was that they talked to their sons about God and what he was doing and saying in their lives. They were really transparent with their sons. And I loved that and thought, we are so going to implement this into our dinner discussions now. It encouraged my husband and I to talk about it with our girl and with each other. God speaks to me quite a lot actually, but often I don't get around to sharing these things with my important people. And this discussion prompt was perfect. You know, it just highlighted, hey, Ken's, is, Ken's God is actually real. Like he does talk to us on the daily. This is what he spoke to me about. And yeah, I thought that was such an awesome thing. So day five, we're getting there, we're getting there. In my quiet time this morning, I asked God the question I've been asking all week, how should I disciple Ken's today? His answer was bring in some song. I don't know why, but I don't use song that much in my teaching. And the fact is I really should, especially with a five-year-old. She loves nothing more than to dance and sing. So that evening, realizing I hadn't sung anything that day, we sang a few songs together. We then did some improv, if that's the word. Kenzie loves that, making up her own songs. I think we might need to work on that one, as the song started about God, but quickly became about all about her. Anyway, then we did some dancing, nothing huge, but we did it, and it made me realize I need to incorporate song more into our school routine. So we've been doing that, side note, um, with learning the calendar and the days of the week. And isn't it funny, those songs get in your head. And for some strange reason, my husband woke up the next, like one morning, just singing days of the week, days of the week that, that we sing together. And he just couldn't get out of his head. But that's seriously awesome. That's what I'm wanting. Um, maybe for Kenzie though more, not for him. <laughs> Day six, we're on the home stretch, guys. This morning, God told me to encourage Kins to ask questions. And she usually has questions for us, and she asks them all the time. But when I'm reading the word with her, that's when they really come out. So instead of quickly answering them and moving on so I can finish reading what I'm reading, I actually took the time to listen and encourage more question asking with her. I would love to say that as a result, I got some great questions and we had some hugely insightful discussion, but alas, no. However, it made me more aware of the fact that I do need to encourage these questions. After all, one day she's going to have to make that call herself, whether she accepts Jesus into her life or not. And I want her to be sure. And I definitely want her to be able to ask those questions and ask me those questions. So why not start young? Um, side note, we, we did discuss that evening what God was speaking to me about and he told me that he wanted me to ask, let Kenzie ask more questions. Okay, be very careful about what you say in front of your kids, people, because the next day she asked a whole buttload of questions and it kind of came to backfire me because she said, like, I just said, whoa, Ken's enough with the questions. And she said, hang on a minute. Didn't God tell you yesterday that you need to encourage me to ask more questions? Oh, dang it, you totally got me there. Um, th- we are on day seven, the final day. I almost forgot to ask God how he wanted me to disciple Ken's today, but he's pretty great like that. 
He reminded me. He wanted me to get out of the comfort zone and encouraged me to soak with Kenzie, asking him to give us a picture and then we she could paint it or draw it, create it in some way what God had given her. I may have lost some of you with the concept of soaking. So I'll just quickly unpack what it is for me. It looks like putting on some music, preferably without lyrics so I don't get distracted with singing something. I love the Without Words by Bethel Soundtracks and I'll link them in the description. I then ask God something and then just soak. Soak, okay, that could mean you fill the bathtub and you soak and, you know, whatever. But usually to me, especially with our bath not being up and running at the moment, it looks like me lying down on the couch and just tuning out and just lying there and soaking in God's presence. It doesn't mean I throw a whole bunch of requests his way because sometimes it takes a lot to still your mind and I'm thinking about this, thinking about this, thinking about this. Um, but it's just a time to get still and hang out with God. Don't don't fret. Like if you've never done this, it actually does take some practice because when I first did this, man, it felt strange. But after time, I actually can't explain the peace that it brings. You just come away from, it could be two minutes, it could be 20, like however long you want, and you just feel almost refreshed. It's like a heavenly coffee for your body, if that makes sense. You know, re-energizes you. Um, you may be thinking, also, this may be a bit intense for your kids to do. And in the past, I probably would have totally agreed with you. But when I lived in Canada and was part of the kids program at our church, we did soaking sessions with the three to five-year-olds. I was amazed at what God brought to these kids' minds. Like there was one girl and she said she saw her and God walking in a field and God told her how much he loves her. At this stage, Kenzie was just a prayer to be answered. But to be honest with you, I thought from then on there, I totally want that for my kids. I want her to know God like this. I want him to be so real to her at such a young age because I don't want her to get into her 20s, possibly even early 30s as it was with me where I started to really take that time to hear from him. I wanted her to know that you know, from the word get-go. And hey, what better way to do that than practice now? After our session, Ken's didn't have anything profound to share, but she chose to paint what God told her, which was to be nice to others and listen to him. Nothing wrong with that. I totally knew she would pick paint because it's my least favorite and the most messiest, but nevertheless, she loved it regardless and it was awesome. And it's just from how do you even say that word? You know what I'm saying? Like familiarizing herself with the concept of soaking, putting that time aside just to be still and hear from the Lord. I think it's probably something that we as Christians, like adult Christians, need to do a bit more. And it probably gets a bit harder as you get older because you've got all these things. Okay, what are we having for dinner? What are we going? Where are we going? Are we going to follow through with those plans this weekend? all that stuff. One tip that I did here when you're just starting soaking is to have like a notepad next to you and a pen so that whenever those things come to mind, you can totally just write them down. They're on the paper, forget about it, and then just center in on focusing on in on the Lord. Easier said than done, but don't worry. If you do this consistently, it does get easier. 
So I hope my experiment has helped equip you in some way to disciple your child. If you take anything away today, let it be that you need to seek God and what he wants you to do. At the end of the day, this is really all about him. And he knows you and your kids the best. Good luck discipling. I would love if you would share with me a takeaway you got from the episode. Tag me on Instagram at a dash of Deb. Or better yet, leave it in a review for others to learn from too. That would be awesome. Hope you have an awesome day. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Hope you have the best day today. And yeah, have fun discipling. That does it for this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to Mama's Mission. And if you like what you heard, it would be awesome if you gave us a review. Catch you next week.